Hello, and welcome back to Some of This and Some of That. I'm your host, Sherelle, and thank you for joining me. Welcome to episode three. Today, guys, I want to talk to you a little bit about self-care and how important it is to have your self-care in check. And so I know a lot of times we are always thinking about the key word self-care, self-care. And you hear it so much, you probably get tired of hearing it. I know I do. But I definitely try to keep my self-care in check because that is something that I've known for a long time that is very important to me. So just wanted to drop a few nuggets about an article that I was reading by Dennis Thomas and Melanie Morris. I hope I'm saying that right. And the article was centered around creative counselor self-care. And there were some key things that resonated with me from that article. So there are six things that I want to talk to you about from that article. So let's get started. So the first thing that it talked about was create a consistent plan to engage in mentally, emotionally, and physically, as well as spiritually. And some of the things that I do to kind of help me stay in tune with myself is I make sure that in the morning when I get up and start getting ready for the day, I come in my little space that's known as my makeup room per se, and I sit at my desk. And even if I'm not wearing makeup, I make sure that I take time out for myself and do whatever it is that I plan to do. But I definitely make sure that I'm listening to podcasts and uh, other individuals just to kind of help myself get ready for the day. So I kind of feed my spirit. And so that may be individuals like Dada Mall staff or Eric Thomas, known as E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, or it may be Pat Flynn or Bishop T.D. Jakes, individuals like that, because I want to feed my spirit. And so it may be that I'm listening out of curiosity or listening because I'm trying to, um, you know, pick up some nuggets myself. But it also may be days that I listen to things on Pandora because you know what? I'm just ready. I'm, I'm, I'm upbeat. I'm ready for the day. And I'm just trying to make sure that I get my day started off the right way. And so that's something I do consistently no matter what. I also enjoy reading. So I have a Kindle and also have books that I enjoy reading. And so I make sure that I take time out for myself. Some other things you may want to do physically is taking a 20 minute walk every day after dinner, maybe early in the morning or making sure that you go to the gym, you know, or making sure you do something to help you de-stress. But getting a plan together and doing it consistently is key. The second thing they mentioned was schedule restorative rejuvenation when anticipating stress. I love how they say that. So think about this, a foot massage, a pedicure, getting your nails done, getting your hair done, doing things like that, going to shoot pool, going to play golf every week or a buddy's trip once a month, you know, doing things like that, but scheduling in that time. Think about it like this, guys. We get up and we go to work every day, Monday through Friday, consistently regardless if we want to or have to. Think about things like that when it comes to self-care. Carve out that time as if you were having to do it for work. 
whether you want to or you have to, because it's important to help you to stay sane, to help you to be able to function and get through those challenging moments. Number three, prepare a list of emergency strategies for unanticipated stress. So creating a list of things that will help you to continue to stay sane in the event there's an emergency, in the event you're stuck on an elevator, how are you going to deal with that stress? In the event there was a crisis at work, how would you deal with that stress? In the event there was a snowstorm, how would you deal with that stress? I'll give you guys an example. So a few years ago here, we had a major icing in Georgia, right? And so I only lived maybe 20, 22 minutes away from where I worked. I was stranded for two days, had to stay in a hotel by the grace of God. I was stranded with a sibling who happened to make it halfway to her home, but we happened to be stranded in the same town that I was working in, but we were stranded for two days. And by God, like that experience taught me so much. And so we had to do things and find things and, and, and help get ourselves together to kind of help us stay sane. And so just from that experience alone, I keep a bag in my car just for unanticipated emergencies. So same concept when it comes to unanticipated stress, you know, create a list of emergency strategies. How are you going to deal with those things? Number four, meet regularly with peers. I think this is one of the most important things, if nothing else. We, with my buddies, we have um, an annual Christmas party that we do every year. And this year makes the 15th year. And so these are my close friends that we do um, every year. And it's really important to us because even though we meet throughout the year, it just gives us an opportunity to catch up. And so think about it for yourself. You know, carve out time, an hour a month to go eat lunch with someone, 10 minutes a week to make a phone call to a close friend to say, hey, how you, how are you doing? How are things going? You know, how's life been treating you? Tell a joke, whatever it may be, but take time out, put it in your planner, on your schedule to meet with your peers regularly. Don't get lost and the stress of working a job. We all have to work a business, a job, whatever it may be. But make sure that you take time out for yourself to re- meet with your peers regularly. Number five, evaluate the challenges to self-care. So if you're having some challenges to self-care, what are those? What are those challenges? Are you having any? Do you not have any ideas? You know, really sit down and say, okay, What's really going on with me? Do I just not want to do it? Do I just absolutely hate taking time out to meet with people? Is that not really a big deal to me? Do I just really have some some barriers? Evaluate those things. See what they are. Address them. Maybe replace them with some things and move forward. Number six, record and review. Record and review. Look at the things you've been doing and see if they are actually adding to it or if they're taken away. Are they adding more stress, causing more problems, or are they enhancing, you know, and and actually doing what they need to do? Are they serving their purpose? 
So if you can assess those things, see where they are, you know, become self-aware and see if it's really, really getting to um, the root of the problem for you to help you accomplish what they set out to do, then that's a good thing. If not, scrap it, try something else. Guys, I just really wanted to share that little bit with you because I really think self-care is important. And I want to share this too. Don't apologize for taking care of self. Don't apologize for taking care of you. You don't owe anyone an explanation for making sure that your needs are met, especially when everyone else around you is getting what they need from you. So always keep that in mind. I'm not saying be selfish. I'm just saying, you know, no one else, you can't take care of anyone else if you don't take care of you. Just remember that. And so I hope this episode was helpful to you. Helpful to you. If you find that there's a specific topic or question that you may have, please email me at Mcknight at yahoo.com. And also just to continue the self-care conversation a little bit, I plan to hopefully have an amazing individual on with me um, for the next episode and just talking about self-care from the perspective of grief and loss, because I do believe that that is definitely something that does not get talked about enough. And so hopefully that individual will be joining me where we can have a conversation in regards to grief and loss and just kind of get the perspective on self-care from there. Until then, take care and have a good one.